Welcome to Dungeons and Diapers. I'm your host Ryan this week, and joining me as always is my co-host Crofton. How's it going, Crofton? Hey Ryan, look, I'll level with you. Yeah. I feel like shit. I'm super tired. Uh, it, but you know what? I figure like our loyal listeners, they mm. get me in rain or shine, and I had to, I had to be there for them. I had to be there, and I had to be there to share a cautionary tale. Because as you know, this show is all about the balance. It is. And I, and I honestly, I messed up yesterday. I, I stayed up too late playing a video game. And then I had to get up too early with the baby. And, uh, and I'm feeling it now. And instead of hiding from my shame, which is what I really should be doing, mm-hmm. I, I decided to come on the show and try to string words together to live up to the premise that we're kind of like espousing here that it's possible to do it all responsibly yeah i gave you the off now if everyone's gonna write in and be like oh ryan's such a such a whip cracker you know get the podcast recorded it's gotta go up two weeks two weeks uh that's not the case i didn't make them i tried to make them and then i felt bad but uh crofton was like nope we're using this as an example i'm probably gonna if i don't record this i'm probably just gonna go play red dead anyways so help me he has my youngest child if anyone can hear this, what? No. <laughs> oh, me? Oh, um, yeah. No, no. I wasn't. I definitely was not going to play uh, Red Dead. I I learned my lesson from last night, and I know it's going to be so long, so I might as well. You got a slow out. burn, slow burn. It. Um, before we move into some dungeon talk, because I I do want to hear about all your lovely video game, uh, you know, playing over the last couple weeks. But I just wanted to give a shout out to all the folks who've been reaching out on Twitter. Uh, we, you know, we had a, we had, we did an ad spot on morning stream and, you know, usually when you do that, it is nice to hear Scott and in this case, I think it was Brian Dunaway who was with them and, uh, it's nice to hear them go back and forth when they read an ad that, that you've crafted, but, uh, it, it's always better when you, when, when you know that people listen to the ad and check the show out and we had someone reach out on Twitter and I just, I was really stoked to see that, uh, you know, we are getting a lot of you know, uh, listeners reaching out on Twitter, you know, oh, I've got, you know, a six month old, a two year old, and I'm a huge geek and you guys are doing great. And it's just been a lot of fun to, to read that on Twitter. And every episode we put out someone, someone responds and lets us know they're, they're excited that it's posted. And yeah, Crofton, I know you're always, you, you expect it, you know, from the craftaholics. But oh, I guess, of course, like... of course, they're just, ba- ba- you know, bang it down my door. I will, I will say though, that I, 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 do really appreciate it. I know that you do too. It really gives us energy to do this sort of thing. And like, I'll be honest, I wouldn't have hauled my tired ass in front of this microphone if it wasn't for the fact that I knew that I could help these poor souls that listen to us and make them realize that they can make mistakes that will haunt them for a full sleep cycle. Mm. Um, so, so uh, no, it's great. It's great. And uh uh, there's a couple of re- regulars uh, on, on Twitter, and we'd love to hear from you. We're always going to try and make time and, and answer. And if you have topics you want to hear us address on the show, if you have comments, feedback, all that sort of stuff, we want to hear it. Uh, you know, everybody's got a different sort of flavor of dungeon or kind of nerd stripe. And uh, we want we want to get to know our listeners and all this. Ryan, what are you doing? Building a, a ship back there or something? <laughs> My, I don't know. My uh, uh, my lovely wife Ashley's closing doors and opening doors. I don't have a door on my office. Letting Zoe 
<laughs> See, this is a problem with uh, with this show. It's it's interesting, and this is this is gonna this is gonna evolve. I, you know, I'll edit some of this out, but this will evolve into a story because um, we did a bunch of renovations on the house. It's it's very it's not finished yet. It's been in this this state for over a year, and one of the things I'm missing is a two years. Thank you. Is is the door on my office? <laughs> That's a wife comment. Yeah, I know. Work. And uh, <laughs> the the door is downstairs. It's pre hung. It's a soundproof door, so the the entire office was done in a way that uh, would allow for uh, podcasting. Uh, so there's like there's it's special drywall, special you know ceiling, pot lights, like special insulation. The biggest you spend all that money, special flooring. And then all that money, all that time to put all that stuff in, just to have a no door. <laughs> and the door is downstairs, and it's a it's a it's a soundproof one. And and uh, I did finally get my father in law to come and take a look at the door and get some advice on on hanging it and and how much you know extra work it's going to take. But yes, um, when I record, so I I take over the whole floor, and I, and I did say to Ashley she could watch TV. So, so balance. Wait, what's what's in the door frame right now? Nothing. It's just a big giant open hole. <laughs> I record. I record podcasts for uh, f- f- as a hobby, and I record f- uh, four of them. And I don't have a door on my uh, studio, so when I record, I, like uh, speaking of you know video games and you know d- delving into these dungeon dungeons here, I was playing Resident Evil Seven last night because I got into it because of extra life and we'll talk about extra life exactly and i'm playing it without headphones on and ashley's watching tv like literally across the hall and it's a moment if you've played resident evil 7 there's a moment where you're you find these vhs tapes and you put them in and you are transported in basically uh, you get to play through that that experience uh, that character's experience that's been recorded on this vhs tape the people in the game are very it's like they don't appreciate vinyl, but they appreciate the shitty old stuff. So like like VHS tapes. Anyways, it was like a saw game or something. So like someone's literally like burning alive, and it's it's pretty graphic. And and I don't have a door on my office, so like all Ashley hears is like someone, like this Halloween <gasps> horror movie. Put it out. Put it. Out. Yeah, basically. And then you know that was that was another red flag. Kind of need a door, especially when you, if you have kids. You're doing a 24-hour uh, stream of video games, and you can't always control what you're playing because it, it's part I of just, the stream. <laughs> I just see Ashley be like, "Ryan, Ryan, Jesus, what's what's all the screaming in that room?" And and you're like, "Well, the the the, the guy, the guy's burning," and, and she's like, "Yeah, but what's what's with the whip, the lady screaming?" And, and Ryan's like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, that's me. I'm just really scared." Yeah, uh, I was and, scared. Uh, I was scared. <laughs> Hit in the high pitches. Um, <laughs> well, that's good. I'm 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 glad to hear you're getting into the Halloweeny spirit. We are as well around here. So, um, speaking of Halloween and, and scary stuff, uh, maybe maybe we're ready to to walk down into the deep dark dungeons mm. and, and uh, talk about some of uh, the the fun stuff we've been doing. I'll be honest, I've been having maybe a bit too much fun lately. Yeah, really it looks like it. Down. These notes look like you're having too much fun. I know you. Uh, okay, so I I got a story. Should I start now? You want to hear my story? Uh, yeah, let, let's hear your story. I want to hear this this story. It looks like it'll be a fun story. 
Okay, here's the deal is like right at this exact moment of that we are recording. Well, not at this exact moment, but around the time of this recording, I'm starting to play the Red Dead Redemption 2 game that I'm sure everybody's playing right now. Unfortunately, this will not be the episode where I'll be talking about that game. Uh, I, I'm sure I'll be talking about it for like multiple episodes, but I figure like, you know, whatever. I'll get into it a bit. But um, what was what was funny was I went to the... Um, the store, I didn't pre-order Red Dead Redemption 2. I, do, I don't genu- genuinely pre-order games, even games that I'm sure are going to be good. I just, you know, kind of stumble around the day of and try to find them. Uh, so I went down to the local EB Games, which I hadn't been in, into for a while, to uh, to buy Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, and on Friday night, they, it was released on a Friday and uh which is unusual because these games are normally i think they normally come out on tuesdays tuesdays the big release but fridays have been turned like nintendo did friday for a very long time because everybody else was doing tuesday now now big games tend to do friday either as it makes so much sense uh i don't know like if you're okay so cautionary tale not to not to spin off of your story here but yeah yeah games that come out on fridays great if you're gonna go to the store or you're gonna download it because you're right fridays easily take a friday off negotiate balance maybe take some extra time for yourself to play that game on 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 your day off on that friday but also spend time with the family kind of split it up a bit or stay up the night before and sleep sleep in a little bit but um and then you have the weekend you know to do more or uh you know more with family more with video games stuff like that but if you order it online because in Canada video games are expensive and you're looking to get a bit of a discount through an E3 sale like myself and your game doesn't arrive. I I ordered Red Dead Redemption 2. I pre-ordered it in June of last year and I don't have it and it's supposed to come I think Friday and I'm going to be out of town. So I have not touched Red Dead Redemption 2, but I'm guessing based on your the start of your story that I didn't go to the ex- to the extent that you may have. So so here, this is funny. I've talked. I, I've I've touched three copies of Red Dead Redemption Two in the in this time, and I didn't even reorder it. What it, you uh, touched it? What do you mean you touched it? Well, I got to the store and I had a copy in my hand. First right. of all, okay. So Touch that's one. copy. That's copy number one. Uh-huh. And uh, and then uh, the I say to the guy, you know, it's like, so this you've got this on uh, on. Uh, oh, sorry. Copy number one was Xbox One version, which I found on the shelf. And I was like, hey, I don't have an Xbox One. Uh, so that's copy number one. Do you have this on PS4? He's like, yes, but they're selling pretty fast. I have a couple in the back. Comes out, gives me another one. That's copy number two, mm. uh, this time on the system of choice. Then I'm reaching for my wallet. I'm you know, looking this gentleman steely and dead in the eyes and uh, okay. getting get, – getting ready to buy this cowboy simulator and then i see behind him as a tumbleweed sort of obscures my vision and and, and goes by i see a box mm. it's a ps4 ps4 pro with red dead redemption and then i i see it there on the ground and i said excuse me does that ps4 pro come with red dead redemption he's like yes at the same price as a regular PS4 Pro. So essentially, you were getting the $80 game for free. And I was like, oh, uh, um, that's interesting. And, th- and then I said, well, what if I were to give you my existing PS4? What would my credit towards that PS4 Pro be? And the, and the gentleman looked at me in the eyes, dead dead center, and said, $200 Canadian. Hmm. Um, 
and I said, oh, geez, hmm. And I started stroking my chin, and I was like, ah, I don't know. Oh, boy. So now it's like $280 potentially of like the 80 I was going to spend anyway, 200 off. I'm like, oh, what does that, you know, what does that leave me with? So I, so I, I, I give him back Red Dead Redemption, and I say, I need to think about this. And I leave, and mm-hmm. I go home. And uh, but just before leaving, I ask him a question. I turn at the doorway and I say, good sir, how the hell do I get shit off my existing PS4? <laughs> and, and he said, you back it up on an external hard drive yeah, or, you get a PS, hard. or you can get a PS4 Pro, a PS uh, Plus and, and, and back up your saves to the cloud or whatever. Mostly it's stuff you could re-download anyway. I was like, okay, okay, I don't want your life story. And then I left. Um, wow. And then that, so then I get home and uh, I look at my PS4 that now sounds like a jet engine taking off whenever I play a game with any graphics. My wife comments on it constantly. Hmm. And I, I, I tap it a couple of times on top. I say, oh, we've had such good times. And then, then I take it and uh, I connect an external hard drive that I just so happen to have. Oh, sorry, I'm leaving out a detail. The external hard drive had a backup of a previous computer. Unfortunately, you have to format it. Anyway, I'm getting into how the sausage is made here, but I had to empty the, like, put all, all the stuff that was on that hard drive onto my computer, which took about an hour of, down, of, of like, tra- transferring before I could wipe the hard drive. Mm-hmm. And I connected it to the PS4. And then it said... Do, would you like to back up to this hard drive? And I said, yes, you're damn tootin, I would. And and then it said, okay, we will do that. It will take three and a half hours. And I Oof. was like, oh, well, there goes my Friday night, Ryan, and I am not playing Red Dead Redemption at this point. So I did not get to play Red Dead Redemption on Friday. Enter Saturday. Mm-hmm. I go to the mall with my young daughter. I say, hey, want to come with daddy to buy a video game? She says, is it Mario? I said, no. And then uh, we get to the mall and all the kids are dressed up as costumes. There's some sort of Halloween thing. She was the only kid not in a costume. She's like, why don't I have a costume, daddy? And I said, because daddy's a bad daddy and he's only fixated on one thing right now. And it's buying his his new console. So just come with me. And so uh, we we go into the EV games and uh, the guy's there. And uh, same guy from the the day before. Oh, that's always the best day when you when you go in the day before. You talk to the guy, then you go in the day after, and it's the same guy. And you just kind of feel like, uh, man, I'm so sorry that I'm bugging you. You probably get people that come in here every day to just give you, like, have you heard about that? That you know, like I I frequented EB Games quite a bit when I was when I was a kid, and yeah. Well, I looked him dead in the eye, Ryan, and I right. said, you made me remember me from yesterday. And he said, I don't remember you. And I was like, God damn it. I came in. I was asking about the peace party. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. And and then uh, and then he said, uh, so uh, wh- what did you decide? And I said, well, here's my PS4. I have and I, I wiped it and all this sort of stuff. I, I did that as well, even though they say they do their fancy wipe. Of course, I don't yeah. trust them. Um, so I give them the the white ps4 and i say um do i get my 200 dollars off and now at this point my guard was up ryan i was reaching for my holsters if you will um did i i had a, they, they were looking at it they were like is this in the condition that we will give them a full 200 dollars?" now i did not have the 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 um 
the the USB charge cable. So I had replaced it with the fluorescent green one I had lying around the house. I thought they were going to call my bluff, but they just looked at it, nodded, and said, $200 off, no problems. So then they processed the payment, and I took my new PS4 Pro. The very thing that I had mocked people from buying two years ago was now uh, in my hot little hands. Then, of course, I went home after doing a bunch of other mall shit with my child because it's Saturday and I brought my kid to the mall. So what the heck else am I going to do? I had a bunch of other errands. And uh, then I get home and I was like, I really should connect this thing, but I don't have time because I got to be a good dad. So went through all my day. Then it's time to put the kids to bed, put the kids to bed. Saturday evening, time to play some Red Dead. Nope. Go down to the go down to the basement. Connect my PS4 Pro. Seems good. Turns on. Connect the hard drive. It says, would you like to restore your PS4? I was like, you're damn tootin' I do. And I say, yes. It says, see you in three hours. I'm like, no! Oh, no, no. I don't have three hours. And then, but I wait the three hours, and I'm like, okay. You know what? I'm going to wait. I really want to play this game. I get to the end of this three-hour restoration. It's, uh, I want to say, 10.30 in the p.m. So it's getting late for me, Ryan. I'll, I'll be mm-hmm. honest. And so I reach for the, the Red Dead Redemption. I touch it. I stroke it a little bit. It comes with a map. I love it when games come with a map. That's an entire side. Maps oh, are so yeah. Great. And so uh, I look at the map, and I'm like, oh, this map's so nice. And then I put... Then I noticed, wait a second, there's not one disc here, Ryan. There's two discs. What? Two Blu-ray discs? And I say to myself, this is odd. This is odd. This does not bode well. And the first disc is labeled data disc. And I say, "Uh uh-oh. And so I put in the data disc, and it says installing one hour to go before you change discs. And I said, Oh, no, you've got to be kidding me. So, of course, I go to bed because mm-hmm. uh, I can't stay up too late. Um, so then I go about my Sunday. I have a great family Sunday. I do all this sort of stuff. Sunday evening comes. I install the play disc. Uh, I waited an entire day to put in the next disc. <laughs> uh, I install the play disc, and it says, all right, wait another hour of installation. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? And so I waited another another hour and then it installed and then from 9 30 p.m on sunday to 11 p.m on sunday i managed to play red dead redemption 2 uh and uh on a ps4 pro which i now own um and so yeah that was my story ryan it was quite the odyssey Mm -hmm. to get to the point where i'm at and it made me think sort of nostalgically about video games where it used to be you could just stick the thing in and everything would work and i i just thought about all the hoops i went through to play this game anyway yeah that's uh it's it's quite the quite the story i was kind of thinking you bought a ps4 pro because you were in the store and you had the last copy and then as you looked past the clerk you saw this small child like doing the old you know sad banner walking away music tear down down the face and you're like oh well i'm an adult and i have disposable income so here's this copy of the game and i'm gonna buy this so, ha- PS4 so, Pro. so here young child have this ultra violent western game oh i suppose yes <laughs> that was that was probably the red flag there 
Yeah, Ryan in his continued habit of exposing children to ultraviolence. I mean, um, like, uh, the gifts I've seen in the game, like, okay, so I haven't played it. I, we mentioned that my copy didn't arrive, and honestly, when you describe your install process, like, I wouldn't have been... I think, here's my only critique of your process. Uh, and oh, something, there's, there's plenty to critique. I know, I know, but the one thing that jumps out at me, and we talk about balance on this show, is that when you came home with the PS4 Pro... And if, you know, you know, you have to restore the drive, you have a fresh game, I would have said, like, look, or not look, don't never start a conversation. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 let me self-correct here. Don't start a conversation with, with look. But you could say, hey, I just got this. Um, it's going to take four hours to restore. <laughs> Can I just go downstairs, set it up real quick, start it restoring, and then I'll come right back up. 20 minutes, tops. Like, it wouldn't have been, you You could have, I think that would have been my only thing. Because you would have, I think if it, you knew it took four hours to back up, it was going to take at least that process to restore. And, I, but there, that's what I would have There was suggested. a bunch, I, there's a bunch of variables that made it that that wasn't possible. Oh, well, then that's that different, day. yeah. It, 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 it does suck. I was trying to tell the story as quickly as possible no, as I you know. could tell. Uh, but, uh, but, um. Uh, that was, of course, facetious. I was drawing it out for maximum dramatic effect. But the it the, was dramatic. The, the thing is, um, uh, what I the one of the major things I could have done better is uh, is I could have deleted a lot off my PS4 Pro before uh, my original PS4 before I backed up the hard drive. Like I had games I've never I don't think I've ever deleted or maybe I deleted one game on there. Mm -hmm. But there's games like Grand Theft Auto Five was there. I haven't touched that for ever so like i should have deleted that i should have there's a lot of stuff that was backed up and restored because one thing i was the the first thing i did when i turned on the ps4 pro was i was like i want to see what the difference is between this and the regular ps4 so i started um spider-man and um and uh it was already pre-installed everything was fine like it had completely backed up and restored it the process was seamless it just is extremely time consuming so uh and 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 to say curiosity, I will say that for Red Dead, I have not really noticed that much because it's my first time playing that game either way. For Spider-Man, I noticed improvements. Um, the two things that I noticed, um, one was that uh, like I went into photo mode and kind of zoomed in on the mask a bit and stuff like that and and took a uh, stood up and took a look at my TV and I was like, yeah, okay. It's it's sharper. I I can see that. And the other thing was that there was a frame rate bump. I could tell the swinging was smoother. It and that was that was honestly something that was cool. Like I was like, oh, this is neat. Um, but I will say the the key difference maker in graphics for me was was the TV and uh, the default PS4. I had mentioned this before. Comes with high dynamic range lighting like you can get that on your default ps4 if -hmm. you have a tv that supports it and that is the biggest graphical single graphical enhancer so i mean uh you know like i i wouldn't tell anybody to rush out and buy a ps4 pro i think you the one qualifier though is that you've had a lot of time with spider-man and and then you now you have a ps4 pro and i think it's easier for you to notice those differences but i think if you were to play red dead redemption 2 for 50 hours on your ps4 normal than 50 hours on your PS4 Pro, you would certainly notice 
Editions. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I would. That's the thing. Like starting right off with this game, I, I'm I'm not necessarily noticing it, but I'm planning on loading up. This this year, I recognized that on the PS4 Pro, uh, PS4, I had played like all the games I had played were graphically intensive showcases, like right. God of War, Spider Man, Red Dead, all that sort of stuff. And I was like, well, um, you know, I, I, it kind of i have a, a super nice tv now i i work the finances i'm like so it was like 250 bucks for me essentially out of my out of my pocket with the and so i was like well yeah okay i i'm willing i'm willing to do that so no regrets at at, at this point but i wouldn't tell anybody to run out and and buy one so. i think f- financially i'm curious like for me if i were in that position it would be like charts and graphs and uh just try and like to exp- to work with Ashley from a financial standpoint to figure out like why is it that you need a console to replace a current console that will currently it play makes the- no sense it may and I'm not trying to you know you know Ashley understands it but she's also she also says like she also realizes that it is kind of a waste of money especially in our sense like I don't have a 4K television so you already have like yes. you've got the reason There's no point. Well, no, I have no point, but you you would have a perfectly good point because you have the television to support it. But I think for, like, did you lean on, like, it's not going to make sound anymore? Or did you just say, like, it financially oh, no, made sense? No, but Jesse gave me that. She's like, just, I just got one question. Will it be quieter? I was right. like, yes. And she's like, I support. I'm like, well, okay. there you go. But, but, but at the, at the same point, like, like, if you're, if you are negotiating, with your wife on finances and this is for anybody like yeah. for all, all the listeners that's why i brought I it up because it's an expense it's a it's a frivolous it's an sorry not frivolous but it's like a it is it's not a needed expense because you have a, it, a system that'll play it it is a total frivolous expense and it it uh it is a frivolous expense and it's one that that if you're going to invest money invest in something that's going to get you a game experience that you you wouldn't be able to get otherwise like if you don't have a switch already maybe you'd get that or if you don't even like you know i'm in the vr stuff like a vr headset or whatever as opposed to upgrading to the ps4 pro because you will get you will get like new experiences uh, out of it like for me it, it is really um and and symbolically it's not a great sign like to have these half measures on on consoles mm-hmm. and i the the biggest kicker in the balls at the end was that uh um i'd done all this and i'm just like sitting down on sunday night just uh just uh surfing my phone i'm on the twitter and i see this guy um from uh from the ign website and he's like he's like oh man i just walked walked by red dead redemption 2 being played on an xbox one x in the office i'm playing it on ps4 pro it's so much nicer on Xbox One X. It's insane. And then there's all these. I started Googling and I went down that rabbit hole. And it became like, yes, there's a big difference between the PS4 Pro version and the Xbox One X. And I've just, you know, my the graphic core tendencies that I've that I've been, you know, espousing this whole time. I'm like, oh God, now I have to run back to EB Games and trade this for an Xbox. I obviously did not do that. <laughs> I think, yeah, like I think that's a good point. You're right. If you if you if you have the room for it in your in your gaming sort of catalog and you don't you don't need a new experience machine like i think the P- the playstation and the xbox they're targeting at least f- several more years and uh who knows maybe the ps4 pro will support you know some version of the next generation of games maybe they will do another half step where they're like the iphones you know there's a generational gap there but uh, i mean we'll see and and it'll be interesting to see 
when that time comes. But I wanted to talk a bit about, you know, extra life because my yeah. <laughs> going from extreme capitalism to uh, to charity. I like what you're doing, Ryan. You're the better person. No, it, I mean, like, yes, but really what I'm trying to get down here is that it, it's also there's this excess here. Uh, extra life is this interesting time once a year. And I remember when we started doing it, it was uh, well, it's an excuse to play video games for 24 hours. And at the time seems legit like it's a really cool it's a great cause we raised a bunch of money for sick kids uh i raised 800 dollars uh that weekend for sick kids out of toronto and our team is now at 1500 and we're still going strong because we've got a couple more like our team has some some game days this weekend for the actual game day uh it just falls on blizzcon so joss and i you know jocelyn can't do it because she's out of town and and i can't do it uh because I'm also out of town, but not at BlizzCon. Um, but yeah, we had a great time. We we raised a bunch of money. I played video games. I streamed for 18 hours. Originally, when we had the conversation about Extra Life, I think I came to the conclusion when Johnson and I started to have uh, issues scheduling, we couldn't find a weekend where both of us were available, so we decided to split it across multiple weekends. And then I, th- I said, well, this is a perfect time to test out a theory of like, Maybe we don't play video games till from 9 a.m. to 9 a.m. Because that is hell. <laughs> it's it's literally it's literally hell. Once 4 a.m. hits, it's all, it's just not fun, and it's actually you you feel like you're you're legit putting yourself in danger uh, by by continuing to stay awake and trying to play something. Like video games are supposed to be fun, and when you're exhausted and you don't want to play them anymore, that's a bad feeling so this year we wanted to to change things up um i streamed for 18 hours we raised a bunch of money we played some great video games we had lots of cool guests and uh 4 a.m hit and i was like you know what i'm maybe gonna get a couple extra hours of sleep in the morning due to ashley just being such an awesome person and taking care of the kids in the morning and but i'm gonna go to bed at four get like six hours of sleep and not be a total zonk the next day you know because all day Saturday you're playing video games and that affects you Sunday. So that's two days where you're not, you know, with family. Yeah, you're out. Yeah, no, I, I hear that. And like I mean I got five hours last night and I'm zonked today, so I, I know uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that on any father. No, it's not it's not fun and you feel bad because like I remember last year, um Abby was, was so young that it, it didn't matter, but Caden was you know, he was only two and or he was going to be two and but so he was very active so like you you've played video games for 24 hours like there's no way you can do anything but kind of just grunt and drink coffee uh while you're 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 almost two-year-olds trying to you know get attention and and it just felt bad so i'm glad we switched it up i think this is how we'll do it in the future uh we have a bunch more game days coming up jocelyn's going to be doing hers on november 10th i'll be joining her for a couple hours here and there to, to play some games and raise some money for for sick kids, you can go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2018 to donate. And speaking of Red Dead Redemption, before we move on, we're actually giving away a copy of Red Dead Redemption 2. What? You don't even have a copy of that. I know. And uh, it's not my copy that I'm giving away. It's uh, someone was lovely enough to donate a copy as a prize. So if you want to win Red Dead Redemption 2, you just go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2018 donate to anyone on the team that enters you into the draw and you get a choice of platform not pc 
I know a lot of people were being smart in the chat room thinking they'd choose PC. We're only sticking with PS4 and Xbox One because who knows when that PC version's coming out. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's Ryan, really exciting. Are you telling me that I could have just I could have got that copy and not bought a PS4 Pro? Yeah, you, you may have. You you may have been able to do that, but uh, that actually brings up a good point because a lot of people are are probably itching to play the game, um, like myself or or you. <laughs> it sounds like. Uh, but uh, the draw will be held after Jocelyn's stream day, so probably around November 12th, once the dust settles. So if you did win it, you'd be winning it quite late. I know a lot of people don't mind waiting, but uh, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. This Especially this for a free, uh, free game of that quality. I mean, you yeah. got to be patient. I was really surprised, uh, you know, Swexist, quick shout out to Swexist who, who donated the game. I was really surprised when he reached out. And I'm super, super stoked, and I appreciate it. And yeah, donate. It's it's a great cause. Any amount, just go there. Bit.ly slash TGI Actually Life 2018, and then you could uh, you could win a prize. And there are lots of great prizes that you just get for donating. You can go to Bit.ly slash TGI Prizes to check those out. I'll have all the links and the details in the notes, so you don't need to like, oh yeah, I gotta write this down. Just don't worry about it. Uh, you can check it out in the show notes. But uh, Crofton, well, whoa, what? Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, before we move into some of the change, changing the diapers and stuff and getting mm. into that, and I know we may have already run long with my epically long story earlier, uh, but uh, I just wanted to mention, because we are, you know, we're coming up on Halloween. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's everything spooky and all this. And uh, so uh, Jesse and my wife and I uh, played this game together, and I would note that, like, we used to play games together fairly fairly regularly. Um it took a certain type of game to get us like together behind the the controller, if you will. And and it's not necessarily co-op games. Often it's a story intensive game or whatever that she can, she can get behind in that. And so we had it for a while, but there, you and I had spoke, spoken about, uh, in until dawn, which is a PS4. Uh, yeah. I believe you asked exclusive. if you should pick it up and I said, yes, it's so good. So we did. Good. It was like five, it was cheap. Like it was like six or seven bucks Canadian uh, on the PSN sale is the new steam sale, man. Their sales are so crazy. Uh, so I was, so I bought it and honestly, like uh, we played, we played through it. We just finished it before red dead came out. Um, and uh, I got to say that is, that is one really, if you like suspense, thriller, uh, horror, all that sort of stuff. That is it. That is a game well worth experiencing, and it's really one that is um, that is worth experiencing with uh, with other people, like someone you love. Uh, it's very much like an interactive mu- movie, super intense and suspenseful, and uh, like unlike some of the Telltale games, and this isn't to you know poo poo on the Telltale games, the decisions that you make, and you do have some sort of like very consequential decisions and they will signal them there's gameplay sort of mechanisms to signal them um have a dramatic impact on how the game unfolds and you play as as a group of teenagers and uh as horror movies have taught us they may not all make it to the end but your decisions will affect who does and who doesn't and i just thought it was really really cool because i i made a point of not looking up any walkthroughs any spoilers anything and so I never had a sense of like the little things that I was doing right or wrong, if they were going to lead to a character's uh, demise. Sometimes it's obvious that, you know, there's a right choice or a wrong choice, but sometimes it's very difficult. Like you, you get a gun and you have to choose to give it to one of the characters and 
maybe somebody won't need it, but maybe somebody will need it and it'll save their life down the road and all this. So anyway, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, no, the great thing about Until Dawn is it is an awesome game to play with other folks who may not be uh, as big a gamers as ourselves. And it's I will stand by what I said when I first played it a few years ago uh, for the Gamers Inn, and I'll say it now, is it's the best horror movie I've ever seen, you know? And it's the best horror video game I've ever experienced. It's just... It's a, and I'm not a big fan of horror movies, so again, like that's that's someone that doesn't hold them in high regard. Uh, but but again, like I thought it was really well crafted. I'm excited to see what that team does next. They have a another episodic game they're working on that uh, is supposed to be coming out next year, I believe. But uh, yeah, Until Dawn's fantastic. There's probably a Halloween sale near you, and you can get it for what you you picked up for like five bucks. Yeah, it was really it was really cheap and honestly, it's a fairly AAA experience. Graphics are super nice. Ho- you know, Hollywood cast this whole thing, but it's it's definitely what I would call like a wife game. Like it's one that you can play with your wife, you'll both have a really good time instead of like watching a show or watching a movie. There's a bit there's a couple of like walk in the woods for a really long time sequences, mm-hmm. but those sequences are always um, surrounded by the fact that you never know like when someone's going to jump out and it's full of like jump scares and all that. If that's not your thing, I get it, but if it is, it's really like tis the season if you will for a game like Until Dawn, so I give it a a, a big thumbs up. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy, but you know, to we could what we met what I think what you're trying to say is it's a great non-gaming partner game. Like if you got a partner who isn't a gamer or isn't into video games as much as you are, I think that's that's kind of good because there there might be you know uh, female gamers out there who have husbands who don't play, and it's a great husband game for them. You know? Yeah, for sure. I'm being stereotypical on that, but well, you're, definitely it's your I, experience, you know, and well, it would be similar it, yeah. to my experience because Ashley does not play video games. Well, and I think that as we're sh- we're shifting a bit as a society now, like we're at mm. that point with everything from Gamergate and Me Too and all that sort of stuff, it's starting to shift, and games are being tailored for for different genders. But for a long time growing up, they were tailored to boys and to men uh and and that's why i think that by and large people from my generation anyway there's a much higher percentage of men who have grown up gamers uh, than women so it's it's very common to see like men being like oh you know honey come this is your gateway game to get into to perhaps get into gaming late in life because you Mm -hmm. weren't exposed to it as much before so i do think about it like that but your point is is well made for sure i call them wife games just because they're games that i play i can get my wife to play with me yeah i just wanted to make that just yeah i and i'm the same way because it would be the same same setup uh but i wanted i want to talk more about extra life but uh, in our diapers section because you know extra life was something that kind of dominated my life for the last couple weeks i think we even delayed we usually record a week before we post just to kind of give us some extra you know lead time in case one of us stays up super late and plays a video game um but i feel uh, targeted nah, 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 nah. it's okay um so i i played so during extra life um i had to get a we had to get a babysitter because ashley works on saturdays so uh we had ashley's sister over to watch the kids and it's always fun i've this is my ninth extra life so it's very easy to explain to family members who may not understand playing video games for 24 hours for charity now it's super easy i just say oh i have extra life oh don't worry about it ryan uh you know we'll watch the kids it's no problem um but there was this moment where 
and and I and Ashley's like, well, I don't know what they're gonna do. It might rain, so I don't know if they're gonna keep quiet. And I, and I said to Ashley, like, I have two kids. It's extra life. It's it's I'm streaming. I don't. It doesn't matter. You know, like they can watch me play until dawn. No, it's cool. I didn't mean it like that. I meant like more from a <laughs> sound level situation. Uh, like for example, Caden watches Paw Patrol while Abby naps. So I planned my my lunch break for when you know Abby's going lunch down. Lunch break. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. okay, come on. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm entitled to breaks, am I not? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, pee breaks. Yeah, you I, need a catheter. I, no, I'm ne- I, no. <laughs> that I'm not, I would not go that serious. I mean, like, why jump straight to the catheter? Why did why not depends or something? Yeah, I know. I did kind of cut some corners there, as I did with the PS4 purchase. So <laughs> yeah, well, uh, hopefully you weren't wearing a catheter when you went to pick no, up your PS4 Pro. Was not. Uh, but anyways, uh, you know, I kind of planned it around so I would I would take my break when when Abby went down and and Caden was watching Paw Patrol, so I could kind of set that up and and uh, and and then I was yeah so and then there but there was this really funny moment where we I ordered pizza I took a break to order pizza and and uh, Ashley came home with the with the pizza and Caden's very vocal and I and he at the top of the stairs he can yell down so Ashley says like okay let's eat dinner and Caden's like well where's Daddy. And I and I need to clip this out. And I will I will try to clip it out. I'll try to find it when I, when I post this and I'll put it in. But Caden's like, well, where's Daddy? It's time for dinner. And Ashley says, well, he's downstairs. He'll be up in a second. He's just finishing up his sexual life stuff. And uh, he's yelling from the top of the stairs, "Daddy, it's dinner time!" And just keeps going over and over. And I thought it was so hilarious. I honestly thought I, I, I it was just it was the funniest thing ever. Everyone on stream loved it. So I'm gonna clip it out. I'm gonna find it. And it's just it's a very it's a very funny like extra life moment where yeah you have two kids you're in a house with two kids like people are gonna hear those kids and i was completely fine with that it did not bother me whatsoever i thought it it actually made the stream even better (laughs) what were you playing at the time that he yelled down uh hmm what was i playing Gears of War. <laughs> no, it was um. It, well, he can't. He he didn't see like what I was playing. Yeah. Like when he was down here, I was recording a podcast during the stream. Uh, but I think when when he was yelling down for dinner, it might have been, might have been Heroes of the Storm. Oh, we, that's fine. We had taken a break. I can't remember. We were we had taken a break. I think it was Heroes of the Storm because we were we were breaking from, uh, podcasts and and uh, Resident Evil Seven. But uh, yeah, it was a great time. Uh, I had a great time with Extra Life, and, and the kids were really great. And there was just that funny moment, and, and I'll clip it out, and so everyone can check it out. But it is quite funny. He he's a I, he's a bit of a ham, like his dad. I made I made uh, the mistake when I went to to get the PS4 Pro, obviously of bringing Gwen, who had not been in a video game store nor oh. aware that there was any games other than Mario Odyssey except for every once in a while she would see ads for Mario Party or whatever so i am like negotiating with this you know dude at the cash staring him dead in the eyes right into his soul and then then i looked down at one point and gwen's like daddy daddy i want this and i i look and in one hand she's got that mario and rabbits game oh and and in the other hand, she's got Mario Party. She's found them both, like in the store. I'm like, how did you get those? That's like, really... where do they, where, where where do they come? And I said, you can have neither of those. We haven't even found all the moons yet. 
Um, so, uh, so, but she, she's, she now knows there's more, there's more video games out there and she knows that there's ones that she can't play such as ultraviolet cowboy murder simulators. That's pretty Um, cute though, that she like Mario plus rabbits, she would actually really dig. You know, I think uh, I re- I, th- I heard it was like an XCOMy type game, and I thought that might be too much for her. She'd be like, "Why can't I control them in action?" You know, it's like it's oh. giving turn-based commands. I don't know if that there would are, be yeah. And there are play guns, but like it's turn-based in a way that you could you could explain to her what she's doing and kind of set things up, and and she could maybe. But she's a little she's older, smart. so maybe she prefers the active games. I know Caden really liked it because he like I'd say, "Okay, now push this button," and that would like initiate the oh, action. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's a good call. Uh, maybe she would because she, you know, she would have more control. But the cutscenes would be, she like she, I think she would really dig it because the cutscenes are all over animated. They're just super cute and super funny, and it's a great all ages kind of experience. As I think. Uh, speaking of Mario Odyssey for a second, like mm-hmm. I just in, I just wanted to mention, and I was going to mention this last week, but. Um, but one of the games that we've started playing outside, and I know some people will laugh at me and be like, Crofton, you're horrible. But, uh, <laughs> but but we've been playing a live, a real life edition of Mario Odyssey. Are you throwing asked, hats at people? Is that what he's doing? Is that what you're doing? N- no, luckily we've managed to keep the hat out of it. But like, okay, the way Mario Odyssey works is it's kingdom by kingdom. And in each kingdom, there's a series of hidden moons. And a lot of them, because there's so many of them, a lot of them follow the same types of tropes. So I play Frisbee, Frisbee Golf, Ultimate Frisbee. I have a fair amount of Frisbees. So I we, we just went out in the backyard and I said, okay, these are moons and uh, you have to hide and so she goes in the she she goes in the corner hides her eyes and i hide like maybe four of the four like i'll hide two of the moons that are like hidden moons and then i will i will keep one of them and i will uh i will um i'll I'll keep one or two of them and then she'll come out and then she'll say okay you know i want to want to get the moons and i'll say okay well there's two that are hidden, and then there's one that you have to ask questions. Like there's a sphinx in Mario Odyssey that asks questions. And so yeah, I'll ask you questions, and then you, if you get them, I'll give you one of the moons. And finally, uh, you have to do one sort of activity moon. So we have a little basketball net. Maybe I'll make her get two baskets in a row or something, and she'll get she'll get the moon. Uh, she'll get the she'll get the frisbee and then each time she'll hold it up like mario holds it up or whatever and then then she'll give them back to me and then she wants to be the person she wants to be the blue toad that hides the moons because she thinks the blue toad hides the moons and um and i'll go and i'll hide and then i'll come back and she'll have like made up little games or have hidden them in funny places and uh and so it is it is like it's real life it's taking the concepts of mario odyssey and like she wanted to play it a bunch and i was like look when we can go outside and we can play it for real if you want to do it and uh, she'll do that for a long time like she'll want to do it way longer than i will want to do it but like i just think that game is so well crafted and that you can take principles from it and apply it to like an outdoor activity uh you know you could make you could make it as strenuous or as non-strenuous as you want but it's just it, it's just being really fun and it's something that gwen and i do together i know my wife's looking at us out the window and is like what the hell are they doing but uh but it's still it's like our little thing and i i like it a lot no oh, that's well that's a really great story and i think it shows like her picking up things uh from the game and and bring like that's my big thing is that um Caden is is attached to Mario in a way that is kind of peculiar because he really hasn't had like we played some Mario Odyssey last year when we first got it but it was really just 
showing him the game and he'd watch it and he'd get a kick out of it and then we'd move on but now he's like he'll wake up in the middle of the night uh so so he's doing that now uh, i think last night he was up at one for like an like a half hour and previous nights he'd be up for quite a bit he'd scream or he'd say oh i want to be tucked in or i want to drink a water i gotta go pee and it's like okay well let's go do it and, and you know we we give in only because sometimes he's like really distraught and he's just gonna wake up abby so either way we, we have to get up so it's kind of like well we'll get up we'll explain to him like hey you know maybe don't do this unless it's an emergency <laughs> you know trying to negotiate with a toddler is is not always the easiest but he's been asking for stories where he's asking for stories that are made up as opposed to stories that are, that he, he can read in a book so he asked for oh tell me the mario stuck in a hole story so i tell him the story where like oh mario's walking down the street and then he falls in a hole and who's he call for help oh he calls the paw patrol but the Paw Patrol fell in the hole, so now we have to call Caden and get some help. And Whoa, it's a crossover. I know. He digs the crossovers, and now, while we're telling this, his favorite his favorites are Mario stuck in a hole, Mario stuck in the long grass, because I, I don't know why I brought Jurassic Park into it. But... <gasps> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Mario stuck in the drain, and then Mario stuck in the tank. Mario is just getting into all kinds of trouble in these Man. stories. It sounds like, yeah, tweaks to the existing story structure. You could release a series of children's books. I, I feel Where? like, well, I'd probably be sued, but maybe yeah, for the podcast definitely. I might do a dramatic reading and then insert them into like the weeks off we have. I don't know what we would call it, but, uh, and maybe I can get Caden because now Caden will tell the story. So I'll like, he'll ask for the story and I'll start it. And then he will tell me what happens. And it's basically just like a lighter version of, of what I would normally tell. Like, oh, you know, the Paw Patrol chase rubble and whatever show up and they lower a rope and mario pulls on it and he saved the day we go back and we have a mario party at the end and i'm like oh well that was rather succinct you, you nailed it bud uh but it's really cool to see the kids picking up on this stuff and and going out and and sort of using it in the real world and, and i think that's where you know picking the most appropriate game is important because if they're starting to pick that stuff up and they and you happen to have them watch i don't know a scene from god of war they might start like yeah. You know, punching things, which is inappropriate. And I'm, that's Daddy, not a real world example that I'm sticking Daddy, to. Daddy, let's play bat player unknown battlegrounds. Okay, the circle's getting smaller. I'm shooting you now. Boom, 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 you die. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, like when we were chicken, kids. Chicken, chicken dinner. Yeah, I mean, the chicken, chicken dinner. But when we were kids, like, we, you know, like, it's still, you still played, like, there were still, like, gun games. You didn't play gun video games, but you would pretend, like, Nerf guns and all that fun stuff. But I guess, yeah, yeah. again, that's getting ahead of ourselves. That's, like, these kids are two and four, and Nerf guns was definitely, like, later on. But, and people uh, have been worried about video games forever because my mom didn't want me to have a Nintendo because she thought, because of the zapper on the Nintendo, that I would join the armed forces. She thought it would to train me to become a military person. So she was like, I'm not going to get you that. You're being brainwashed from a young age. Now, that is hilarious, especially now that we know Nintendo is much more kiddie-focused and stuff. Yeah, it is a fake gun. Hey, this was a, you know, uh, Halloween is tomorrow, and we're, 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 heading, we're heading into it. Uh, and I know we're, we're probably rolling up on short on time, but this was actually a heavy video game-y type, uh, type episode talking about a, lot of, a mm -hmm. lot of game stuff. I would just say to listeners, if ever they're, um, they want to hear more about, like, if, like you, I play board games, and we, we do some... Uh, I'm trying to fit D&D &D back in my life. It hasn't been, I haven't been oh. overly successful on that front. 
but uh, or even podcasting and the making of podcasting stories. These are all things we're trying to balance. It's just lately for me, it's been like, you know, it's been a pretty video game rich season. And with Brian and Extra Life, I think it's been the same. So, yeah, I think next next episode when we release it, uh, there'll be I'm, I'm actually headed to a, a bachelor party this weekend. So there will be uh, oh other boy. than I, I it's not. Like I think everybody watches The Hangover and they just expect like oh bachelor party like this this uh, I'm really looking forward to this bachelor party uh, it, it's gonna be a lot of fun I'll be able to talk about it uh, next episode because it obviously hasn't happened yet but Halloween we'll get to talk about Halloween and trick or treating and how that went I'm really excited because I think next episode will be a good mixture of stuff we've never talked about before because obviously we haven't had a show around Halloween yet so that's exciting. I'm- I'm sworn to secrecy about my bachelor party, but let me just say that it came out the same. My bachelor party was the same month as the release of the first Hangover movie, and uh, that definitely played a role in some of the shenanigans we got up to. Sworn to secrecy. Yeah, we're sworn bachelor party. Like my bachelor party was. I I mean, I could tell you the whole thing. No, well, maybe a couple things. I could not, and it will remain off the show as it will remain off the the lips of all those who attended it for in perpetuity uh maybe sometime maybe sometime ryan but uh not with a live mic in front of me because <laughs> um, you know if i were to put this online and then years down the road your your daughters listen to this yeah i guess or your wife maybe well i mean it was all entirely super <laughs> proper stuff i mean it's just i'm embarrassed at how proper it was that's the thing okay i you will know, give like you was... a tidbit from mine that is it's not well it's it, it's all proper but like uh, for mine, the wor- the the craziest thing was we were in Toronto. It was super awesome because we just we stayed up late, played D and D, ordered pizza, and we were in this Air- Airbnb, and you could see the CN Tower. It was like a high rise apartment, very cool. Uh, but the funniest part was like because we were doing D and D, they brought like some costumes and stuff. So I had like a hat and like a cape and stuff. And then we were one of the the Saturday, the second day, uh, well the first full day, we went to Medieval Times. But they made me dress up as a king for medieval times. That's awesome. <laughs> so I go to medieval times in this king outfit. And of course, like all the all the role players, like the king is there greeting you as you go in. And he's like, ah, a king from another land. Welcome to my tournament. And I'm like, ha this is embarrassing. I have a photo around here somewhere of it. Maybe I'll, I'll take a picture and I'll put it in the show notes. But it's, it's legit me dressed as a king from like four years ago and there's a uh, there's another king and he was a good sport anyways that's yeah. my story but uh do we want to save this email for next week or do we want to i i hate to plow through well, it well i would i would uh maybe just an abbreviated version but i i'm i'm so pleased that we got uh an email and also i i made that call out for suggestions and you i did. got some on twitter and i got so no if, if you wouldn't mind going through it real Let's quick go through here it. and We've got uh, an email here, uh, games to play after Super Mario Odyssey. This comes from Dominic. Uh, This is actually Whirlwind from the TGI Discord. Great guy. He was actually on our live episode of Summoner's Call. He's a big fan. He's also got a a six-month-old, and he is a young dad, a huge geek, and his daughter just turned six-month-old. He writes, My girlfriend and I have been slowly introducing her to video games and TV shows. She's not at the playing with a controller point or at or at the watch a whole TV episode point at the moment, but she definitely likes to see bright colors and characters running around for a good 10 to 15 minutes. 
After that, she gets bored and wants to play something else, uh, like a typical six-month-old baby. Anyways, all that to say that one game that she really enjoys on the Switch is Captain Toad. Have you ever thought about Captain Toad, Crofton, as a, as a slower-paced game to kind of check out? I did I did not think of it, but honestly, it was it, I this is like the leading option. I was like, "Oh, that makes perfect sense." And the other thing is I have Super Mario uh, I know T- Captain Toad was a spin-out mm-hmm. of a sequence from the Mario 3D World game. Yeah. There are there are Captain Toad sequences in there. I have Mario 3D World and uh on the Wii U, like it came with the Wii U that I bought just to play Zelda essentially, and I've not really gotten into it. So I may connect the the Wii U up and try Mario 3D World with with Gwen and and see how she likes the Captain Toad sequences cuz if she likes them then we can just you know get the whole game on on Switch. Yeah. And I think it's like a $40 experience, so it's a it's a lower cost, but uh, Dominic says it's uh, she really loves looking at the bright colors and the relatively so split, slow speed of the game helps her follow what's going on. I also see it as a good parent young child game where the young child can play the pointer, the second player controller. So you play with the two Joy-Cons and she can snipe enemies out throwing turnips at them from the heavens while the adult can play Toad solving the puzzle. So that sounds kind of like the two player mode that you were enjoying uh, with Gwen in Super Mario Odyssey. That might be a good a good fit right there. Um I don't believe yeah, the 3D no, it does. stuff had that, but uh, the aesthetics are, are the same for sure. No, that uh, thank you so much, Daniel. That's a that's a good response, and that's something that uh, was not something that I considered. Um, I you know like for for me, uh, we're just to update you guys on my Super Mario Odyssey progress with Gwen. We have now like she was scared, too scared to do to face the rabbits oh, on the yeah. dark side of the moon. You have to face them all one after the other. But finally, she overcame her fears, and we did that. Um, and now we're getting moons on the dark side of the moon. But we have literally gotten every moon in every kingdom except for the race moons, which and the ones where you have to do like the skip rope and the volleyball, where you have to do a hundred shots of whatever. Not only does my child not have patience for that, I just legitimately don't understand how it's physically feasible to do them. Uh, but aside from that, we have pretty much all of the moons. And so, so we're we're getting very near the end, um, and uh, at which point either I start the game over, and uh, which you know for a toddler is no big deal, or I move on to something else. And right now, based on this email and stuff, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Captain Toad for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Whirlwind, for the suggestion. Sounds like it'll be a good a good fit. And uh, yeah, a, a stellar game. I played it on Wii U. I uh, have not picked it back up for, for Switch, but I think it's a, a solid port. So we'll check it out. Crofton, that's going to do it for this week of the show. Uh, we'll be back next uh, episode with some great tales of Bachelor Party shenanigans, uh, Halloween trick-or-treating. Nope. Oh, not you. Oh, yeah. Not you. All right. Yeah, uh, right. Sworn to secrecy, Ryan. Who, who? I need to know. Like, Have you nope. sworn yourself to secrecy or have other people... like? there i would have to kill you um so uh yeah and halloween shenanigans as well ryan are you gonna get up to shenanigans tomorrow i i don't know probably not i'll just go (laughs) trick-or-treating with my kids well then i guess they're not old enough for shenanigans uh yeah Uh, you can visit us on the web at tgistudios.com slash dad email the show dad at tgistudios.com 
Follow us on Twitter. You can find Ryan, myself, at rmurphy, and Crofton Steers at, well, Crofton Steers. That's going to do it for this episode of Dungeons & Diapers. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you.